How can Christians face disease with confidence? Well, that's what Mark begins to point to in his Gospel of Mark in chapter 1, verses 29 through 34. This is the very beginning. It's the chapter 1 of Mark. It's the very beginning of Jesus' ministry. And so Mark is kind of setting up for us what Jesus is about, what his ministry on earth is going to, to be about. Who is this Jesus? And just before this, prior to chapter to verse 29, Jesus is teaching in the synagogue, and this demon-possessed man comes in. And, and as he's teaching, people know that he has power. Then the demon-possessed man comes in. Jesus casts out the demons, and they know that Jesus has power not only to teach with authority, but also to command the demons to do stuff with authority. And then we get to verse 29, and, and we read this story. Jesus, he leaves the synagogue after that, verse 29, and he goes to uh, the house of Simon Peter. Uh, Simon, he's staying with his mother-in-law, which was not uncommon back then for people to stay with their relatives like that. And when they come into the house, they talk to Jesus and they say this, that Simon's mother-in-law was lying sick with fever. Immediately they spoke to Jesus about her, verse 31, and he came to her and raised her up, taking her by the hand, and the fever left her, and she waited on them. So as they enter Simon Peter's mother-in-law's house, they tell Jesus, hey, she's sick with a fever. She's very, very ill. And Jesus does something odd. He immediately walks over to her and touches her. Back in the Jewish law kind of stuff, when people were sick, you just didn't do that because they believed that back then that if you touch somebody who is ritually unclean, then you became ritually unclean yourself. But Jesus is something special. But be, So because instead of her uncleanliness from her sickness exposing him and tainting him, his holiness and his wholeness floods into her and heals her. And just like any old good grandma, she immediately gets up and starts making food for him. She says, you hungry? And she gets up and she starts feeding food to everybody like like any other good grandmother and so verse 32 this news that jesus is also has the ability to heal gets out and as the day goes on people begin to come and file in from all around to get to jesus and it says it came even after the sun had set and they began to bring to him all who were ill and those who were demon possessed and the whole city had gathered at the door and he healed many who were ill with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he did not permit the demons to speak because they knew who he was. So Jesus begins to heal these people. And the, the picture of it is just being a flood of guys. And he, and he has compassion on people as they come. He sees their requests as they come. And he has the power as the people come to him to heal them of these diseases. So what is Mark's point in giving us this story about Simon Peter's mother-in-law and then this story about all the people that came to the house afterwards well part of that is this he's showing us very early that jesus is not just another teacher he's not just another wise man but he is something special he is the son of god and since jesus is the son of god he has the power to help us in our diseases now, that gives us several things and implications for us today. First of those is that as Christians, where do we get our confidence when we face diseases? Where our confidence is, is this. Our Lord has authority over diseases. Now, does that mean that 
as some people claim that if you have enough faith that you won't get sick. No, that's not what that means. <laughs> you still can get sick even though you're a Christian. Does this mean that if you do get sick, if you have enough faith, that God is definitely going to heal you? No, that's not what this means. You can, not only can you get sick, but you can suffer tremendously and even pass away from diseases. But what this does say is that we serve the Lord who has the power over diseases. He has the power to heal us if he wills. Or he has the power to use those diseases for his good in some other way too. And that's the confidence we have. We have confidence in knowing that God is in control. It's not the confidence to know that, yeah, we're going to always live to 130 and never face diseases. That's not what our confidence is. Our confidence is that God is in control. He's in control of our life. He's in control of the world. That's who Jesus Christ is. The amazing thing about this passage is, as uh, you can see later if you keep reading, is even Jesus that's part of his ministry is to sympathize with us and have mercy on us and to love on us in that way. But ultimately what Jesus wants from us is to hear him. Because as the passage points out, before this, he's doing what? He's teaching in the synagogue. And after this, what he'll do is he'll go out and teach. So this healing is bracketed by Jesus telling people, hey, you need to place your faith in God. So as much confidence as we have in Jesus that he's in control during these times, we also need to be reminded that ultimately what Jesus wants from us is not just to seek him for healing, but to seek him as our Lord, to hear what he has to say to us, and to place our faith in him for eternal life. And so I hope this passage can give you encouragement today as you face your day.